0: Show them to all. Today we're going to learn mishnas Kalayim, perak hey, mishna ches, and perak vav, mishna aleph. And today's mishnas are being learned le'ilu nishmas Mars, Miriam Sarah Bassev Yaakov Meisha Harnish Shalmos Shadav and Beschos Rachel Bassev Argetol and Danilu Leaz Rachel they should be gebenched with zerushal kayama bekar of mamish. And mishna continues with this concept of being mekayim kolayim bekerem. Allowing something to continue growing in a vineyard. And the Mishnah says, Hamakaim Kitzim someone who allows Khitzim thorns to be growing in his vineyard. He has some thorns growing there and he allows them to grow there. Rabbi Rebeliasar says, Kidesh, he has usred them. They're usser That's Kilaim. Say, like Kidesh, they're not usser unless this is something which is normal to be mekayim. So before we understand what the mecholikes between Rebilezer and the Chachamim is, let's try to understand what they agree on. Everyone agrees that one is chayiv for being mekayim kelayim if it's something that's normal to grow and maintain. If it's not normal to grow and maintain, so then you want to be chayiv for klayim Makaram. Furthermore, specifically talking about our Mishnah, in regards to thorns, everyone agrees that in a place called Aravia or Arabia, it's totally normal to maintain thorns because it was used as camel feed. They would feed their camels thorns. I don't really know why camels eat that, but I guess camels eat thorns. And therefore, everyone agrees that in Arabia, it is considered kalaim bekarim to maintain these thorns there. So what's their mechlekes? Their whole mechlekes is if that now impacts the rest of the world. Rabbi Eliezer holds that since in one place it's totally normal, since in Arabia it's normal, it now creates an iser to be mechaimit anywhere in the world. But the Chum argue and they say this is something unique to Arabia. It's usur only there, but not anywhere else. The mission now continues with telling us of a number of things that are not usr as kilayim v'kerem, ha something which is known as iris, v'hakisos, Creeping vine or ivy, Visheshanis Hamelech, which is either rose or white lily, B'chomine Zraim, and all sorts of Zraim like this. They're not K'ilayim But what about Hakanbos, hemp? Now, hemp is usually grown because its fibers are made into ropes and things like that. However, hemp seeds are also edible. So Reb, Tarfin, Reb Tarfin says, in a kilayim? It's not kilayim, because since it's usually grown just to use as ropes or make into clothing, and that's not for food purposes, so that's not an issue of kilayim. Vacham by say kilayim. It is kilayim. Since one of the uses of hemp is that you can eat their seeds, therefore, it's going to be considered kilayim. And the last thing Mishnah tells us is v'hakinras, which some people translate as artichoke, kilayim bekerim. That's kilayim bekerim. And now moving on to Parakvav Mishnah Aleph. In the previous parrach, we learned in the Machlechus B'Sham and Bishilil how to define a kerem. Bashami holds that a kerem is one row of five vines. Bashil argued that a kerem is two rows of five vines altogether. That's one of three vines and the other of two. Now we're going to learn about something called an aris, which is planting vines in a way that they're trained onto something, such as a fence, a wall, a trellis and the like. Meaning they're not growing randomly all over the ground, they're going to be creeping all over something that you train them on, you put them onto something, and it's going to be growing on that. And when it comes to Aris, even according to base Hillel, that's going to have a din as a kerem, even though they're planted in a row, and they're not planted in two rows. So Mishnah Aleph tells us, hu Aris, what is Aris? Someone plants a row of five vines, B'Tzad Asar right next to a fence, which is 10 tall, and he trained those vines onto the fence so that they grow up and onto the fence or he planted them next to a ditch, which is ten tefalchim deep and four tefalchim wide, and he trained them to grow across the ditch, nice and arba amas, he has to give it its avodah, its workspace of four amis and only then he could plant something? That's because it's considered a kerem, even according to Beis Hillel. Now, even though Beis Hillel does agree to Beis Shammai that this one row of five vines is considered a kerem, there's still a machlekis between Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel. The question is, how is it that we measure this four amis? Says, we measure four Amis from the base of the vines, meaning from the vine itself, to the field. So let's say the vine is two Amis away from the fence, so he would measure another two Amis from the fence, that's a total of four Amis. Whereas Rebbeis Hillel says, He starts measuring this four Amis only from the fence to the field. So let's say, as we said, the vines are two Amis away from the fence, he would have to measure another four Amis away from the fence, and only then he's allowed to plant something, which means that he's only allowed to plant something a total of six Amis away from the vines. Now, Manuri argues with this entire halacha. Taim irim Kane. Anyone that says this, they're making a mistake. Whoever says that Beis Hill agrees that in this case of the Aris, five vines in a row is considered a kerem, they're just wrong. That's not true. That's not what Beis Hill was talking about. You're right. Beis Hill did say some sort of halacha that when you have an aris, when you have these vines trained onto a fence, he did say some sort of halacha to do with four amis, but it had nothing to do with it being a kerem. So what halacha did he say that has to do with four amas if it's not a kerem? Elo, what Basil was talking about is If there's four amas in between the vines and the fence which they're going to eventually be trained onto then all you do is give it its avida, its workspace of six tfachim and then you could plant the rest. Now, Rabbi Yech ben Nuri is very similar to a Shita we learned in the last parak. In the last parak, Mishnah Dalid, we learned of Shitas Rabbi Yaisi that if a person plants an individual vine, meaning let's say he just plants one vine inside a gas, for example, inside a wine press, if within that area of the wine press there isn't four amas of space from the grapevine in all directions, so nothing's allowed to be planted in that wine press. And if you remember, Rabbi Yaisi had argued with the TannaKam in that Mishnah. The Tanikama had said that if you have an individual grapevine in a wine press, so you could just distance yourself sixth fachim and then plant whatever you want in the rest of that wine press. It's because it's an individual vine. The reason why Rabesi argued, we had explained, is because a wine press is a very unique area. It's a special area that looks like it's its own entity, it's its own rishos. And therefore, even though there's only one vine here, if you're not going to distance to other plants four amis away from the grapevine, it looks like it's kilaim, it looks like it's planted together. And that's what B'yeche Menuri is telling us over here. If in between the row of vines and the fence that it's going to be growing on is less than four amis, so then you're not allowed to plant anything there because it's very similar to a wine press. It's a very uniquely defined area and it's gonna look like kilaim. However, if the fence is four amas away from the vines, so then you could just distance yourself, six phokim from the vines, and you're allowed to plant whatever you want there. Let's just remember that Rubier Manuri is arguing with the Tanakama. The Tanakama holds according to Beis Hill the one row of vines if it's like Aris, is going to be considered a Kerem, whereas Rabbi Yechem says, it's not considered a Kerem. And we don't paskin like Rabbi Yechem ben Now the mission just concludes, Vakamahi avaitis ha how much space is avaitis ha Shisha Tvachim Lcharuach. we already know that six t'fachim in every direction, whereas Rabbi Kiva, I mean Rabbi Kiva argues, he says Shlasha is three t'fachim in every direction, and we already know that we don't paskin like Rabbi Kiva. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Beis and Gimel. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.